This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. first podcast it's good to finally sit down and start a little discussion about uh this little adventure we're getting into eh that's right um me and scott both longtime fishermen and uh equally just decided to uh purchase kayaks and start fishing out of them um I'd say it's been a little bit of a challenge to start with mm-hmm. but uh I I'm super digging it and uh we figured we'd just throw this little pod together and uh share our experiences and um you know we're hoping to have some future guests on the show from kayak manufacturers fishermen things of that nature just anything that we can uh do to get some info out there and kind of just help continue to grow the kayak fishing community and you know what? With, with that said, Brian, um, I guess before we even get too far down the road, uh, let's introduce ourselves, right? So uh, maybe we'll start with you, and maybe we can talk a little bit about sort of your background and kind of where you come from from a fishing perspective, and maybe even talk a little bit about uh, some of the outdoor stuff you did with Trail the Outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I would say it's funny. I was kind of thinking about this on the way over here. I think I really got hooked on fishing. When I was probably eight years old, I was out ice fishing with my old man and uh, Little Lake, Northern Illinois, and uh, caught an 18-inch crappie through the ice. And at the time, it never really hit me like how significant that was. Um, an 18-inch crappie in Northern Illinois is just ridiculously monstrous. And uh, my old man was just so blown away by what what I had caught 
Is and, that the picture you showed me all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a little kid, like scrawny as can be, and holding this huge fish that's that bigger than awesome my project. head. And, sure. uh, you know, I think it really took off from there. And, um, you know, I've, I've obviously learned a ton of fishing things from my father. And uh, we had boats when I was younger. We'd go out on Lake Michigan fishing for salmon, trout, steelhead. And then he had a bass boat. I, he'd used to fish bass tournaments, mm-hmm. so I'd go pre-fish with him on weekends and things like that. And uh, when I was probably 17, I got a canoe. And, you know, I well, even before that, I just remember Dad Did you have an inflatable get, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me and a friend of mine, we used to fish this old gravel quarry. And uh, it's owned by the Park District uh, right by where I lived. And, uh, we used to fish the shore all the time. We're like, man, we got to get out in the water. So my dad owned a semi truck company. And, uh, I remember we would wash his semis, earn enough money. And we went out and bought this inflatable boat. And, uh, we were like, all right, this is it. We're going to catch some fish. Didn't really change the fishing much, <laughs> but it was cool that we had a boat. And then uh, I ended up getting a canoe later on, fished out of that for a long time. Um, you know, had friends that had boats. I've had several boats throughout my years. Um, and I was thinking about that, too, on the way over here tonight. You know, I started big, and I keep getting smaller and smaller <laughs> with my boats. I bought a, a 24-foot cabin cruiser once, got rid of that. Bought an 18-foot open bow, got rid of that. Bought my fishing boat, mm-hmm. uh, which was a is a 15-foot Sylvan, and I've gotten rid of that, and now I'm in a kayak, <laughs> you know? So it's just like I'm kind of going backwards from what people usually do. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've fished, I mean, I'm 36 now, so, I mean, I've been fishing since I was eight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's quite a bit, and... There was times in life, you know, obviously you get busy and there was times where I would fish every single day. And then there'd be times where I wouldn't fish fish for for like months. And, uh, I'm pretty spoiled. I live on a, on a pretty spectacular lake in Northern Illinois and the fishing is just phenomenal. I've lived two blocks from there for like the past eight years so I'm just spoiled. Well, they got everything there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. panfish, crappie, walleye, largemouth, smallmouth, rock bass, catfish, northern, northern pike, yeah, musky. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm spoiled. So it's like your gold, golden corral. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the buffet of lakes. You know, it's 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 definitely a place worth fishing, and uh, you know, so I've been pretty spoiled but this kayak thing came up and i remember thinking like this is going to be so much easier than loading and unloading my my sylvan onto Mm -hmm. the trailer by myself because a lot of times i was fishing by myself after work things like that and uh you know not only that but i've had some some things with my business getting changed around so i don't have the garage space for the 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 sylvan anymore and I believe you had mentioned to me, you're like, hey, man, I'm thinking about getting a kayak. And I was like, a kayak? I'm full of ideas, by the way. This could be great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It seems like we talk each other into some things at times, you know. It's either, hey, uh, why don't you uh, get some hockey tickets? I got Mm -hmm. season tickets. Or, you know, let's go race RC cars. So (laughs) we're full of hobbies. But I think this one is just really set us both off where we're yeah. just, you know, totally gassed and floored and just want to keep going, keep doing it, you know? Well, and <clears throat> maybe back up a little bit and talk a little bit about, um, you used to have your own website, right? Yeah, so I used to, um, I had a website for a while. Uh, it was mainly focused on fishing and hunting. Um, it was basically almost like a blog, so to mm-hmm. speak, and uh, I had a few people um, from around the Midwest 
um, that would write articles, things like that, share their experiences, hunting, fishing, um, you know, on the fishing side, uh, we had a good friend of mine, um, Scott Purs, he fishes, fish the FLW walleye tour, which now it's, I forget what the name of it is now because Cabela's had taken it over. Um, so he's still fishing that. And, uh, so we get live tournament reports from him fishing Lake Erie, um, Green Bay, Leech Lake, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. all over the, the Midwest, the big walleye spots. And, um, after that kind of fizzled out, um, it's, it's kind of fizzled out just because I was sick of trying to run everybody and trying to keep, keep everything updated. It was just a lot. I, I mean, throughout that whole time I was working, you know, 50 hours a week. So trying to manage both things at once, just, it wasn't the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I reached out to a guy that runs, a a pretty sweet, um, blog, um, and it's called Illinois, Wisconsin fishing. Uh, the gentleman's name is Blake Hamilton. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, you know, I was kind of doing this thing and, you know, got a little more than I can handle. And, you know, I'm interested in, uh, maybe working with you, writing some articles and things like that. And, uh, so we met up, we fished, uh, together actually up in Racine, uh, the Root River, Racine, Wisconsin, Root River. Um, it was fall time, the, uh, salmon run in there to spawn. So we went, met up there, fly fished, um, I've dabbled in a little bit of, uh, videography and, uh, we filmed that day and we, we got into some really, really nice browns and a uh, couple salmon, you know, cause the browns are in there usually for most of the winter. And, uh, so we kind of hit it off, uh, worked with him a little bit, did some posting for about a year. Then I fizzled away, uh, got a promotion at work and then I, had started uh, my own blog spot and uh, did that for probably a year and a half, two years. And then, again, just got swamped with work. So kind of let it go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've kind of been around the fishing industry, I guess, uh, a little bit, you know, nothing too major. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when we uh, took on this, uh, kayaking thing and we started talking about podcasts because I know we're both pretty big fans of podcasts I listen to them most days uh, on my travels to and from work um, yeah, you know weekends yeah. things you know things like that mm-hmm. I find it a little more interesting than uh, your typical radio station right. nowadays right. you know filled with commercials and stuff so you know when we we came up with this whole idea. I thought it was uh, it was a pretty stellar idea. So, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked about this, so to speak. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. How about yourself? You know, <clears throat> if I can... Uh, where where does the, uh, the addiction begin with <laughs> Scott? <laughs> I'll try not to fall asleep yeah. while I'm bored by my own story. Yeah. But... Uh, I grew up fishing with my dad and, you know, a lot of it pond fishing and renting boats and stuff like that. We never yeah. had our own boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's where it always starts it is does. with the dad. It does. You know? It does. <laughs> um, of course, all the memories I have, I always remember the the outings where I caught nothing and yeah. everyone else caught everything. Yeah. But, uh, right, right. Uh, but still good memories nonetheless. Um, but no, as I got older, same thing as you. I mean, I, I kind of flew in and out of fishing um, depending on what was going on at the time. Sure, and, um, sure. What was interesting was, uh, as I got older, graduated college, you know, started a family and all that stuff, we started going to Canada, and it really started 
yeah. reigniting my flame. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and the, um, my father had a few trips, and uh, I've done some with my, my father-in-law and things like that. And, um, yeah, uh, about a year and a half ago, I just uh, think I was talking to you about it, and I'm like, it'd be kind of cool yeah. to have your own boat, you know? Yeah, yeah, And I've never had that freedom. Well, well, you could actually like just have your own boat and go, but I didn't want all the hassles. You yeah, know? when you mentioned boat to me, <clears> I said, "You know what boat stands for, right?" And you kind of looked at me and were like, "I had no what idea." What are you talking about? Right. Boat stands for bust out another thousand, <laughs> and I learned that lesson the hard way. And then you were like, "No, I'm thinking about a kayak." Right. I'm like, "Ooh, that well, is way less of a hassle." This is <clears throat> this is a great segue because. <clears throat> If you really look at it, um, I think I kind of brought up the idea about the fishing kayak, but then as it always kind of happens, we kind of feed off each other and it starts to starts starts to mold into something. Oh yeah. What absolutely. was interesting was you actually uh, uh, turned me on to a company called New Canoe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you had said if you're going to look at fishing kayaks, I think it's the first thing you told me. Yeah. You got to look at New yeah, Canoe. Yeah. And yeah. So when I ran Trail the Outdoors, I had actually reached out to them um, because we were talking about setting up like a, a merch store or seeing if we can get mm-hmm. some kind of deals with you know certain manufacturers things like that and right. i had come across new canoe and they were looking for dealers at the time i believe and i talked to a gentleman up there and i want to say his name was blake yeah he's the he's like the head honcho right <clears throat> and uh he was like yeah man it sounds like what you guys are doing are gr- is great you know like i let's talk about this and then that's right about the time things kind of started to fizzle away and uh i just remember going through his products and you know they were talking about the stability and how their kayaks are like almost virtually unflippable right and i was like no way because right. i had that 15 foot coleman canoe and I used to stand. And it was super flippable, wasn't it? Or no? It, it was, you know. And uh, I, I've already, I've always been a, a pretty well-balanced person, I would say. I mean, as a kid, I skateboarded, I mm-hmm. snowboarded. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything I did was around being a monkey, so to speak, where right. you have to right. have some balance. And I remember, you know, standing in that 15-foot Coleman and casting. And uh, That's crazy. a friend of mine was like, you're nuts. Right. You're going to end up in the water. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Probably we'll will. see about that, you know? So, you know, when I saw those new canoes, I was like, man, like, this is the real deal. Right. But I had never sat in one. Mm-hmm. I had never seen no, one sure. up close and personal. And, uh, you know, I know... When we both were talking about getting kayaks, we were kind of doing some research... Um, research meaning YouTube videos and Google reviews, you know, because we didn't know where to start. And I mean, I think what you did and how you came about coming to a decision was probably the best. And I don't, why don't you explain your process and how you went through? And well, like, um, the reason I brought up, I think, the whole new canoe thing. By the way, we're not endorsed by anybody. We just we're two regular guys who just bought kayaks. Yeah, so right, right, right. <laughs> there's going to be good and bad about everything. Yeah. Um, hint, hint, new canoe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, what was interesting was you kind of brought up the whole new canoe thing, and um, I had done a bunch of YouTube research as well. Sure. And I was really kind of stoked, but I never pulled the trigger. Right, right. <clears throat> and about a year or so went by. And started revisiting it just recently. Yeah. And we both kind of started looking at it. And um, we found some really cool stuff, you know. So we'll, 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 we'll get into that in a bit. But uh, um, I wound up going to uh, an actual kayak dealer yeah. locally, yeah. which actually wound up being about 45 minutes away. Yeah. Um, Support local. Support the little yeah, guys. Right? I'm one of the little guys. I know. I know. And, and, and you'll understand why I'm saying that because I didn't support the little guys when I bought my kayaks. <laughs> and I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot for it. But it was interesting because I had forgotten about New Canoe. And sure. then all of a sudden, I went to this place just on a whim, and they had everything from Jackson's to, you know, um, uh, what's that one? Uh, Perceptions. Yeah, they had sure. uh, they had everything. And um, they also had New Canoe. Right. And what was funny was, all of a sudden I saw it, and I was like, holy cow. It's like an old friend, like I hadn't seen in a while. <laughs> 
I know, I know. <laughs> and um, so I wound up uh, kind of looking into it, and um, I kind of had my heart set on the kayak you bought, which was the Ascend. Yeah, the Ascend. And um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, too. Um, but really, for me, I think as I started looking through the different, like, kayak manufacturers and, like, what was there and price points and features, one of the things that was critical to me was um, a flexible deck. Yeah, sure. Meaning sure. I could go tandem. I could go single. I mean, for my family, if I want to take my son out or yeah, whatever. absolutely. So that was key for me. And New Canoe is really the only game in town if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you unless, I mean? you're, unless you're talking about a Hobie with double Mirage drives <laughs> right, and right. six grand later, you know. But even so, like, even even something like that, you know, I wanted the ability to also really rig it for a single as sure, well. You sure, sure, absolutely. And, um, and I wanted the ability to throw a trolling motor on there, and it had a... It, you know, it's got a transom and sure. you know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that being said, well, I wound up going to a, a demo days down there, and um, I tried a Jackson, I tried a Perception Pilot, I tried uh, or the Pescador Pilot, um, I tried um, uh, in the new canoe. And the other thing I really liked was, it was, I think, I guess it was two things. It was flexibility and it was stability. Sure. You know, I... When I first thought about a kayak, I was kind of like, you know, standing up's not really that important. Sure. You're going to be sitting in a comfy chair anyway. What do you care? Sure. Um, But, you know, if you're in the water all day and you're fishing for long hours, you're going to want to stand. You're going to want to rest. Absolutely. Without pulling over the shore. Absolutely. Uh, Plus, you're going to want to sight fish, you know? Yeah. So, um, and there's downsides to the new canoe as well, and we'll we'll talk about that too. But that was kind of my decision criteria was, you know what, it's it's more money, but I'm paying for flexibility, sure. and I'm paying for uh, stability. And that was kind of how I came to my conclusion. Well, I mean, I came to the conclusion that I followed what some people said on the good old interwebs, and, uh, you know, I wanted flexibility with the deck as well. Mm-hmm. Um, flexibility and getting into the actual hall for right. running wiring yep. and things like that yep. for depth finders, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I actually went with the Ascend 128T. Now, what I wish is I could go back and take it for a test drive like a car, right? right? I mean, we all buy vehicles and we always take it for a test right. drive first. Right. And unfortunately, I, you know, bought from the big box store, a.k.a. Cabela's. And, um, you know, they don't give you that option. Right. I don't, I don't, I haven't researched, but I don't believe that any Cabela's do like a, a demo. demo days. I don't think so either. I, I could be wrong, but right. But that's the nice thing about, you know, your local shops and when you listen to or hear some of the, you know, sponsored kayak guys, that's what they always talk about. Yeah, we're always doing demo days with our local yeah. uh, kayak, paddle shops, canoe shops, whatever it may be. And I think that's the best way. And, I mean, you really got a perspective from, because you took a sit-in out, right? Yeah, I took a, a Jackson Cusa HD. Okay. I took a, a, a Perception Pilot. Uh, and I took this new canoe out. And what was interesting was we were on the river. Sure. And the wind was, like, literally blowing the same direction as the river was flowing. Sure. So, and where we were at, we actually had to paddle upstream. So okay. it was a great test for all those. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you actually had to... Work at it. You had to work bit. at it and yeah. see, like, you know, which one actually has better performance. And I got to tell you, man, like, those Jacksons and the... Um, the perception, I mean, they cut through the water like crazy. And, sure. And, like, it was it was real easy to go upstream. Right. Um, that was one thing where I thought the new canoe was a little, obviously, being 41 inches wide. Sure. Right? And yeah. it's set up for two people, potentially. Suffering it's not going to track as well. It's not going to track as well. I mean, it's going to track well. It's just not going to move as fast uh, and cut as clean. So <clears throat> the one of the things that I thought was really, um, I was impressed with all of them, Um other than I had issues with the, the pedals on the on the Pescador, which wound up being an issue with the drive. Um, but, like, my son went out, too, and he took a Mini Kusa uh, HD out, which was which was amazing. There was another couple, you know, a couple folks there they were test driving, too. Sure. Um, but I think also what, what came into it was um, the seat height really yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. And for me, being a big guy, uh, number one, 
I don't want to sit on the water. I want to sit high up. Sure, sure, and sure, sure. So uh, I really liked, you know, I started gravitating to the new canoe for that reason. But that being said, that Jackson, man, I would cut. I cut right across the river, straight across, and, I mean, it was in no time flat. Sure. And then I stood up in it, and it wasn't as, I mean, let's face it, standing up in a kayak, um, standing up in a kayak is, uh, you're in a kayak. Right, 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 right. So when they talk yeah. stability, you're not on a, it's relative. Yeah, you're not on a 40-foot no. yacht, you know? <laughs> but that being said, like, when I stood up in the new canoe, like, I didn't need any straps. I didn't, you know what I mean? I sure. mean, I felt comfortable enough just to stand. Right. And I think because the seat was high enough, too. See, and that's the thing, too, you is, know. you know, when I bought my Ascend, it's, everybody's like, oh, it's super stable. You can stand, fish out of it. I've seen guys in YouTube videos, but, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm 6'4", 250, right, 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 60 pounds, right. somewhere in there. You know, I'm, you know, a little top-heavy. Let's call it that. Right, right. You know, and the first time I took that out and I tried standing up, I was like, whoa. I, I almost felt that it was a little more unstable than my old 15-foot Coleman canoe. Is that right? It's a little more shaky. I mean, I can stand, but I don't feel comfortable. You don't feel if, comfortable fishing. If there. a boat goes by sure, or something wake, like that, yep. like, you better be sitting right. down. And, um, you know, so that's why I kind of wish. I mean, I, I love to sight fish. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing better than watching a fish explode on no, your right. bait. Right. And, uh, you know, that was one of the things that I was kind of hoping for that I would be able to do with my ascend. And, you know, you bring up the seat height, um, which the ascend sits, I wouldn't say a lot lower, but quite a bit lower than what your new canoe does. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you though, I, I fished in. I fished in that in the ascent. We fished in each other's kayaks. We did, and we did. I, it doesn't bother me that I can't stand right. in mine, right. and and I'm totally comfortable. Well, you probably could. Do you think if you worked if you worked at? Oh, it? I'm sure I probably could. I mean, it, it's not it's just not easy. The worst. It's not the easiest right. compared to when I took your new canoe out last weekend. Right. I could stand and fish out all of that thing long. all day long. Right. No right. problem. Right. And you felt comfortable. You know, and I felt way comfortable mm-hmm. even with boats going by. Right. And waves coming right. in. I mean, that thing is super stable. But, however. I and mean, you landed the biggest bass of the day in my kayak. So yeah. I wasn't going to mention that. I wasn't going to mention that. I was going to kind of, you know, not mention Move that. along. Move along. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I love fishing out of my ascend either way. It's comfortable. I could fish out of that thing for eight, nine hours. I got, I got to tell you, man, the first time I went out kayak fishing was in your ascent, yeah. if you remember. Right, right, right. And um, the couple things I really liked, um, I tried to stand in it, and it was a non-starter for me. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Coordination in any way. <laughs> but, like, um, I love the open deck. Yeah, the absolutely. Seat, the seat was super comfortable. For a beefy kayak... It moved pretty good once you got it moving. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, there's a couple other things that I think are real shockers uh, for the price. Um, the kayak power pre-wiring is unbelievable. It's. It, I mean, it's got like a lighted control panel yeah. on the side, and yeah. you can run all... I mean, talk a little bit about kind of what you've hooked up. With yeah, that. so I that was one big deciding factor, was uh, all the power ports are run for the yak power. Um, you buy pigtails, yeah. they plug right into the port. It's like outlets in your home. Yeah, it's it, crazy. basically. Yeah. Uh, there's one in the front, one in the middle, and one in the back. And then there's actually, I believe it's two auxiliary lines where you could hook other things up. Sure. A lot of guys are running lights off of those, sure. things like that. Sure. Um, but that was a huge seller on me uh, and the price in general. I mean, uh, I believe off the top of my head, it's eight fifty, eight fifty. Yeah, for yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for the Send one twenty eight T, and uh, eight hundred fifty bucks, and you got to buy the bo- battery box for the Yak Power, and uh, I call them depth finder batteries because right. that's what we use on our depth finders right. ice fishing. But they're small twelve volt batteries. You can put two or three in there. Um, I have two in my box. I've run my depth finder for 
probably eight or nine hours and probably right. only used a quarter of the juice coming yep. out of that box. Yep. Um, but the ease of that, I can disconnect my depth finder, transducer, all that in a matter of seconds. Right. Um, but at the same time, there's other things out there. Like I, I really like the setup that you have for your new canoe where uh, it just slides into your rail, right? The battery's in there, your depth finder's mounted yeah. to the top, and then your transducer arm just Hangs goes right, right off over that the box. side of the boat. It's a yak attack, yep. So I I had to do a little bit of modification uh, to get mine to work, but... Uh, yeah, but it's great. It's great. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing about that Ascend is the price point. You oh, want to get, get a ton of kayak, kayak fishing, yeah. and you want to get a nice open deck ton of options to use um i don't really think you can go wrong with these and like you said before it is a big kayak and most big kayaks you know your new canoe um my ascend you know i haven't personally taken out a a feel free or right acusa or three waters or whatever uh, uh, Hobie, I'm sure they're all the same. Where on those bigger body kayaks, it's it's a little bit of a work to you know right. get going. But once you're cruising, you're cutting right through yeah. the water. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, when you took mine out, mine, I was in my little ten foot Pelican, right? Which is a sit in kayak. It's a two hundred dollars, two hundred two hundred fifty dollar right. kayak, and I mean that thing just rips right through the water. It's well, tiny, you know, and yeah. it, it's it's low profile. You don't have the wind pushing you around like you do in a new canoe mm-hmm. or an ascend or. What, what's whatever. the model of that Pelican? Do you remember the name? Uh, the Pelican uh, Mustang One Hundred X. So you know what's? It? I was thinking about that too, and because <clears throat> I got a chance to fish in that this weekend, we yeah, yeah. we flipped it around. Yeah, and um, I really expected to hate it. We're not going to mention why I was in my Pelican. This no, we weekend. won't. We won't. We won't talk. Well, yeah. maybe we'll talk. Yeah, about we'll it. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we switched, and I really anticipated that I wouldn't like it. Yeah, because yeah. you know we're spending all these thousands of dollars on these these big kayaks, and why would I like a two hundred and fifty dollar kayak? Right, right, right. And I have to tell you, <clears throat> if anyone out there is thinking of getting a kayak, just make sure it's got a few rod holders in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's uh, uh, it can be a small, you know, thirty five pounds. I think is what it weighs. Yeah, it's it's light. Like I throw it up on my shoulder and throw it on top of my truck. With and these. what's interesting is, literally, you got two rod holders. You got one for your net, one for a spare rod. You got your other rod in your hand, yep. and you've got your bump stick yep. right between your legs, like in the yep. in, you yep. know, right where you're sitting. Yeah, and that's all you need. Right. I mean, I was shocked at how eat number one, how fast it was, and how easy it cut through the water. Oh yeah. Um, but for someone just wanting to jump in and do some kayak fishing and just go <coughs> do it and see if you even like it right. or if it's something for you, I don't think you can beat it. No, no. And actually, I just, uh, so I bought that one, again, being a bonehead from Dick's Sporting Goods, another big box store. Um, I just got um, something in the mail from them, and they have a Pelican model. I'm not sure if it has rod holders in it. Yeah. It's like 179 bucks. Right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And I have a friend of mine who, uh, him and his wife uh, just recently bought kayaks, and I believe they're both pelicans, and they've been just paddling creeks, lakes. Uh, I know his folks live down on the river. They've been paddling the river, and for 200 bucks to get out and just paddle around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even if you bring one rod, you still have storage space behind you, mm-hmm. you know. So be it. I mean, yeah. it. I bought that kayak uh, for my daughter, 
and I didn't want to buy her something big. Right. Um, I knew she wasn't going to go out all the time like I had hoped she would. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody wants to spend time with their kids. Sure. You know, doing what they want to do. Right. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had bought it, and I'm like, you know what? It's cheap. I think it. I think I had paid two seventy or two eighty for mine, but it came with a dry bag in it. So I think that boat without the dry bag is like you know, forty bucks less, fifty right. bucks less, something like that. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to use this thing. And then, you know, we were talking. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sneak down to the lake for an hour. I'm not going to load up my ascend. I'm just going to take the pelican. Next thing you know, I'm sneaking down to the lake every night for an hour, With taking the pelican. the pelican. Right. You know, just because pelican or the ascent takes a little more setting up and stuff like that. But if you're just going to sneak out for an hour or so, yeah. a small yak like that is just perfect. Well, that's what um, another thing to think about. I think when you're considering buying a kayak, is for the most part, for the majority. What are your planned fishing trips? If you're just planning on going out for an hour or two every night, absolutely, you totally get by with a, a cheaper kayak that just has a couple rod holders and and it's lightweight, easy to load. Sure, and you're on your way. <clears throat> you know, what, if you're going to be fishing all day, like yeah. I think we we went out this last uh, Sunday. Yeah, we got on the water at what five five fifteen in the morning. 15. We got done at noon. Got done at noon, and. Like as far as uh, uh, it's not as comfortable, obviously sure. for fishing long term. Oh no, uh, no. right? Yeah, I mean, you no. can attest to that. No, I had taken the pelican out because uh, what it was two weeks prior. Yeah, we went out. Yeah, and uh, I was in my ascend. You were in your new canoe, wide open deck on the ascend, wide open deck, <laughs> and uh, black black. Uh, what do you call it? Nice, uh, nice sunny day, yeah. and you know I had rolled my pants up to. Uh, Catch some get in the water and, you know, get in my kayak and left my pants rolled up for about six hours on a nice, cool, breezy day. Wasn't thinking and little did I know that night I uh, it had to be second degree sunburns. I couldn't believe. I've never seen a sunburn like that in my it life. It was so bad. Your ankles like swelled. So, yeah, I... I work in the <clears throat> trades, and uh, I'm in the hardwood flooring business. So I'm up and down on my knees, right, uh, right. walking a lot, um, things like that. My ankles were swollen. Right, they right. were blistered. <laughs> they were in pain. And I laugh now, but... <laughs> that I, I mean, it lasted a week. I laugh at myself, you know? Like, hey, dummy. Well, and then I did it again this past weekend. It wasn't as bad. But it was your knees, right? I took the pelican out so I wouldn't have my ankles exposed because right. they're still recuperating. I still have wounds that are I know, healing. It's unbelievable. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'll take the pelican. My my legs will be covered up. You know, no big deal. Wore shorts because yeah. it was nice out. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be, what, 95 degrees or yeah. something? Sure. Well, now my knees were exposed and I right. got a little sunburn there. Yeah, yeah. But I, it, it let. The pain subsided after 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything bad. So if you want to see the goofiest sunburn ever, let us know. I'll send you pics. Because <laughs> it's like my knees partway down my calf sunburn, and then from just above my ankles to the top of my foot, because yeah. I was wearing sandals that yeah. day too, or sunburn. And I got this like white stripe around the center of my leg. <laughs> well, you know what's funny too is if you, if you really think about it um... – on that ascend, your legs are virtually flat. You're like sitting yeah. on the deck, yeah. but maybe what three inches above yeah. it. You're you're probably <clears throat> three to four inches above the deck. Yeah. So whereas in like the new canoe, you know, um, it's like I you're actually, sitting in a chair. It is like, like your knees are facing chair. up, and yep. you've actually got yep. you know, yep, 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 vertical, yeah, you know, so shins. I mean, that's we we kind of got on that topic, um, you know, if you're just taking a, tr- a small trips. Little sitting kayak, perfect. Yeah, right. Long trips, lakes, um, something like that. Comfortable seat. Yeah, right. Sit on top, perfect. Right. Perfect fishing vessel. If you're fishing, you know, rivers with rapids, I don't think you would necessarily want to take a sit on top. You might want to look at a sit in. Right. For sure. Right. Um, I mean, that's the thing too. Is like we. I was just looking at it. It It's like Farm and Fleet had. 
um, a sit-on-top fishing kayak with rod holders built in. I don't know if it was a Pelican or what it was. I think it is. I'm is not 100% Pelican? sure. I, I've it seen it personally, but I know there, what you're But, I mean, there's about. so many different makers, and there's so many different um, price points. And I really think if, like, anyone just wanted to jump in and try it, I mean, I, I you know... Probably a year or two ago, I would have no regrets if I would have purchased a Pelican or something that, that sure, similar. Sure, 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 sure. You know? I think it's that, uh, like a Pelican or uh, what's, what's the other manufacturer that makes the small rigs like that? Oh, boy. Uh, oh, I always forget. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, Sun Dolphin, right? Sun Dolphin. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's um, right. You want to just get in for a small price mm-hmm. and see if you like it. I would tell anybody and their brother yeah that's the way to go or like you're talking about it you want to go out every evening fishing yeah right, something right. that's not a big hassle right not a big lot of setup i mean sure the downside of the new canoe too is like every time i go out on the water like it takes me a good 15 minutes to get to the get kayak set up yeah you know because i have to roll everything into racks yep. and i'm getting better at knowing yeah. what i need sure, to leave sure, in sure. there but it, it takes time you know it's the same way with my ascend as well you know i um uh, i built that rod rack yeah, that out of slides the PVC. in the back yep. out of PVC. Um, I got my depth finder set up that, you know, mm-hmm. and my yak power, all that stuff. I got to get set up, rods, gear. But, I mean, all that comes off the know. kayak yeah. when you transport it. Sure, it's just that sure. simple, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I think like a custom built, <clears throat> I, I would put the Ascend in that in that category where the cockpit is kind of what the cockpit is. Sure. Um, but at the same time, too, um it's it's got everything you need. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Absolutely. It's got everything you need to be Absolutely. successful on the water. And sure, it's key. Yeah, and I mean, Ascend makes some smaller models that are even they cheaper. They make a ten footer. Uh, yep. But I think for the money and all the options and everything that just comes in that package, it's it's, it's a great starter. Kayak. It really is for eight fifty. It's crazy. I think I said. To you last weekend after being in your boat mm-hmm. for a little bit. I and catching like, the biggest bass of the day. Thanks. <laughs> not that I'm sour about it, but that's all right. I'm not the one bringing it up. <laughs> but, uh, you know. In my boat too, dude. Just uh, saying. Hey, I, I, I just wanted you to feel special in some part of that, you know, catch. But, uh, you know, I think I told you last weekend after... You know, fishing out of it, I wish I would have waited. Yeah. I wish I would have went to that demo day. Yeah. And I th- I think I was going to go, but, uh, you know, my work schedule Life was came always up. crazy, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. So I didn't get to make it. But looking at it now, I think I would have rather waited and spend the extra coin for the comfort and the stability sure. and the flexibility that Where's- you have. But yeah, you know. in, in talking to those those guys down at the the kayak shop I went to, um, they told me hands down until this year the new canoe Frontier Twelve is the most stable kayak they've ever been in. Now that's not the case. Sure, um, there's a new company called Bonafide. I think they've been out for about a year, year yeah, and a yeah. half. Yeah, and um, they make a twelve footer, and I think they make a ten footer now. Sure. Um, but a lot of your kayaks are going to that split catamaran design, yeah, 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 which adds a ton of stability. Plus, it's got the you know the, the beveled edges on the outside, so there's a lot of water resistance there flipping. But they told me hands down and unequivocally that that Bonafide is by far the most stable kayak there is, from their opinion. And it's roughly in the same price range as the new canoe. That's sweet. That's sweet. <clears throat> it's like around sixteen hundred. But I mean, it's such a dangerous thing because, like, like I said, I was in that Kusa, um, which is. It was an awesome, awesome kayak. I mean, I, I really did like it. Um, the guy even brought out a kid version. Um, but even the kid version, which I don't know, nine foot, I don't know what the what the specs are on it. But uh, my son took it out and loved it and stood up in it and all that stuff. But, I mean, even that was like a 1000 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. You know, it's it's pricey. Yeah. All I, that stuff. And that's the thing. I, I mean, the way I look at it, you know. Kayaks are almost like cars. Do you want the Ford Pinto or do you want the Mercedes Benz? You know, and but you got so many different options nowadays Mm -hmm. in between there. I mean, back in the day when I bought my canoe, I don't think there was 
very many options. You had a Coleman and a, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, we're talking, what, uh, 20 years ago, right. something like right. that. Right. And, uh, you know, it kayaking, I think, is just, it. it's something that's blowing up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely gaining popularity for sure. It, it's definitely gaining popularity in the kayak fishing is gaining a lot more popularity. Yeah. Um, I know it's definitely blown up out on the West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, down south a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the Midwest, and we're we're seeing more of them yep. for sure. I think um, I'm on a Facebook page where there's a, a bunch of guys in Northern Illinois that are you know fishing out of kayaks. Some guys are fishing out of Lake Michigan. Yeah, um, you know, doing some big water stuff, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I mean, just the flexibility, I think, all around, around a kayak. You just you just can't beat it, right. you know? Like I said, I used to load and unload my 16-foot Sylvan all the time by myself, and it was just, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. No, right. You know, I don't want to make it right. sound horrible, but it wasn't the easiest It was effort, thing. yeah. You know, it was definitely effort and took some time, things like that. Now with my kayak, I can just depending which one I take out. I can either throw it up on my shoulder, you know, roll it up the back of my car, strap it down, get to the lake, unload, get set up. Yep. I'm out. Yep. Um, You know, so there's pros and cons to Mm -hmm. both. Um, But I think if if you want to get into using a boat without breaking the bank or busting out another thousand, kayaking is the way to go. You know, it's funny is uh, you mentioned just – how it's kind of blown up a little bit. I mean, I never wanted to own a boat for sure. those reasons you just mentioned. Yeah, right, all right. Um, but yet at the same time, too, I wanted to be able to go on, you know, Delavan and Geneva and, you know, Shabana without having to go and rent a boat. Sure. And um, what's really weird now is I've kind of got that freedom. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's, yeah. like it's like a weird, yeah. like, power I wield now that <laughs> I mean, if I want to go, I can go, you know? I mean, definitely. I mean, we've all fished from shore, and... Uh, I did it the other night for like 20 minutes as I was waiting for my son to get off of work and I had to go pick him up. And uh, I was like, man, this is a bummer. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like I want to cast over, over there, there right. and I can't get out there because I'm stuck here, right. <laughs> right. you know. Um, but I mean, I that was just it when I was buying my boats, numerous boats. It was because I wanted to go somewhere. Right. right? Um, when I got my fishing boat, I was like, this is going to be awesome. I fish so much water. And, uh, I mean, I've been totally spoiled fishing on all kinds of boats, um, anywhere from, you know, 35 foot fishing vessel out on Lake Michigan, Mm -hmm. friend of my dad's to, uh, my good friend, Scott Purs that, uh, fishes the walleye tour. He's got a Ranger 621V. You know, right. which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, my old man had a... It's like fishing out of a cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling <laughs> right. you, man. I'm telling you. You know, you could troll all day in that thing, just cranking tunes and just waiting for the rods to go off. So, you know, but, <clears throat> maybe we could shift gears a little bit and talk about, like, maybe some of the equipment that you don't think about when you um, when you get into kayak fishing, like, for instance, netting. Sure. Right. And maybe we could talk a little bit about. Um... Well, I think I think first thing is uh, when it comes to kayak, whether you're just kayaking down a stream, um, getting in a boat um, like a kayak, because you have that risk, so to speak, of flipping over, falling out. Always wear a PFD. Right. I mean, right. that's the most important For thing. Sure. I know. Uh, I mentioned that Facebook group uh, for Northern Illinois folks. Uh, we lost a guy last year in Lake Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah. Didn't have a PFD. Yeah, went over, Stupid. and I think he was yeah. like a mile offshore or something right. like that. Right. Um, I don't know the guy. I don't know much about the story, but I'm pretty sure it was that he did not have a PFD. Right. And, and you hear those stories all the time, and you know, I'm one of those guys. Ah, that'll never happen to me. Because right. when I'm in big boats, I never wear a life vest. No, no. Unless no. I'm fishing a tournament where they demand you to right. when you're running. Right. Um, but when I got my kayak, I bought a, a life jacket right away. 
Uh, yep, me too. They make comfortable ones. Yep. I mean, it does not get in my way, um, but I think it's important. I mean, especially if you're out by yourself. It's one thing if you're out in a boat with two people, you know. Sure. Whatever. You, you got each other. Obviously, you have to have the life jackets in the boat. But first accessory, please, everyone, PFDs. Most important thing. So we got a kayak. You buy a PFD. Um, Specifically for fishing, I guess, what do you you think of next typically? Um, I think, uh, you know, it it depends what you're fishing. If you're fishing... uh, Let's talk about your first time on the water... What did you not have that was so critical uh, that you was, wish you would have It had? was definitely a net. <laughs> definitely a net. So I've been getting into these northerns lately and uh, did not have a net. And uh, You know, when you're in a big boat, a lot of times you just yeah. kind of just rifle them up and yeah. grab them, right? Or I was in my around. ascend and yeah. had to hand land over the side of my boat a 33-inch right. northern, right. which was not an easy task whatsoever. <laughs> And uh, I was not going to lose that fish because another topic we'll get into down the road is we're in this kayak wars competition. Mm -hmm. And all I was thinking about was points. This fish is getting in the boat, whether it's me going in, swimming for it, throwing (laughs) it in the boat or whatnot. But definitely a net. Um, Well, that was, if if we can pause there for a second, that was something I made a mistake on was... um, uh, being an open deck in the in the kayak that I have and, and wanting it to stay clean and stuff, I didn't want a big goofy net. Sure, right. Sure, sure. So sure. I opted to buy. A, it was actually a fly fishing net. Yeah. Yep. But it was long. It was elongated. So yeah, it was bigger than longer. your typical yep. You yep. Know, trout or you know. Yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure. Fly net, but um, it, I think it was twelve inches. But I think width wise, it was probably like more like eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, that's nice and compact, real yeah. easy, small. Uh, and the first time I go out with you, what do we start hammering? Yeah, Northerns. Northerns. Yeah, so I, I missed a Northern, too, because yeah. I couldn't net them. Yeah. And it was that I, simple. I learned my w- lesson right away. I bought a beefy net. <laughs> I mean, I could land Moby Dick now, that's for sure. But uh, I, I think that's key. Uh, I think another thing that's key, um, I don't know if you have one or not, but I got a big, loud whistle, boat whistle. Ooh, I don't. Um that's Just in case I, I, you know, someone's coming and happens. seeing you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could throw an air horn in your boat. That's a great idea. But, uh, I don't have I, one either. Of those. I have one. I took it out of my Sylvan before I oh, nice. gave it to my brother. Okay. Um, but I have it in uh, in my Ascend. Um, I think definitely you want to look at some dry storage. Yeah. You got your cell phone, your car keys, car keys things yep. like that. I don't you have sell. that either. I always throw them in your boat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they sell little waterproof boxes. Yep. I keep keep one in my boat for you know those things mm-hmm. that i don't want to get uh wet um definitely want a, a paddle leash paddle leash you, for you sure know, you drop your paddle you're either swimming ashore so it's so funny you mentioned that um how long did it take me to lose my paddle the first time out on the water i think uh, it was three seconds yeah i think it was about <laughs> i'll give you 15 i'll give you 15 i'm like uh brian yeah, uh, yeah. Help can, you, here? can you come get my paddle we'll help here Little paddle, little paddle, paddle help, yeah, please. But um, no, uh, paddle leash is key too. What uh, else? Rod leashes are good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're carrying multiple rods, um, I downsized my tackle box. That's uh, a great, that's key. You know, I didn't, and I had to like break my back yeah, lifting my trying to get colossal it. Yep. tackle box. I mean, you're on a smaller boat. You know, you don't want to be wrestling around to get to tackle. So I bought a smaller bag it's got four plastic uh you know what you're going after tackle so boxes every lure you own right yeah. and uh you know that's the thing it's got four small uh plastic tackle boxes inside the bag yeah so you can always buy more plastic boxes right. and swap, swap them, them out, out. Yeah. when you're going to your different spots and that was something we both talked about. I, I wound up following your lead on that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Plano that yeah. has, I think, three of the 3700s right, in there. Right, right, right. I mean, uh, another big crucial thing is uh, is water. You definitely want to have water. You know, you're you're burning energy constantly. And I think I, I was not yelling, but I was like, hey, man, you should probably drink some water last I weekend. I drank nothing. I... Uh, 
I bought a Nalgene bottle. I fill it up every time I go out. Yeah. Sometimes smart. I don't touch it, you know, right. like on my little quick evening trips. Mm-hmm. Or when I get back to shore, I'm like chugging water, right. you know, right, right, just right. to rehydrate. But if you're going out for long trips, I mean, yeah. water's crucial, especially in summertime. Yep. When you're in that sun, I know that day that my ankles got fried, I drank my whole Nalgene bottle. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, got home and drank aloe to try to <laughs> kill the bird but you know um i think that's key yeah. you know yeah just grab a bottle of water from home yeah bring that with you something to stay so hydrated. i mean really as an essential i mean a lot of the post kayak <coughs> purchase things you need to get out on the water um they're pretty low cost items right we're yeah. talking paddle leashes yeah. we're talking pfds i mean uh, yeah you can I go to cabela's I, and get a pfd yeah, for yeah. a comfortable one for 50 bucks well, i mean even your dick sporting goods right. anywhere that's got uh Bowling boat stuff. accessories yeah 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 um i think i paid 10 bucks for my yeah. paddle leash yep um you know yeah i think i picked up my nalgene bottle for 6 right. you know right uh i did pick up rod leashes um, I still have yet to hook those onto my Ascend, which I'm lucky. I almost re- lost a rod last night. Yeah. But uh, Oh, by the way, I broke a tip uh, on my rod uh, last week. That should be another topic we'll talk about, yeah. how to do rod repairs and building fishing Ooh, rods, because I've done that as that's well. A good point. So that's a good point. We'll, we'll do that on a yeah. fishing episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, most kayak accessories I've found – are fairly inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you're talking about a depth finder or something. Right, right. But I mean, just straight up accessories, extra pad eye hooks, uh, sure. you know, uh, track. Yep. You know, you want to set up a track for a rod holder mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, that stuff is, is fairly inexpensive. Right. You can get into that stuff for fairly cheap. And, right. You know, it's just some of it is a total necessity. Some of it, not necessarily, but right. I mean, uh, like I have a paddle keeper that I bought um, on both of my kayaks, you know, so that way I can put my paddle up there. It's a little elastic band, goes over the top of your paddle and oh. hooks in. So it's, it's yeah. right, it's on so your So it's right yep. there. Side so yep. if I don't have it on my lap, I put it in that so that way my paddle doesn't get away from my boat. Right. Um, and I think that was 10 bucks, right. you know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, there's so many, so many different accessories out there today mm-hmm. where you could just totally personalize your boat, make it your your yacht, right. exactly the way right. you want, exactly the way you want it set up for fishing. You know, they got these milk crates now that everybody's fishing out just of. Just got one, by the way. In the back. Yeah, you told me you got one. <laughs> uh, I went a little different route than that. But, uh, I mean, there's so many different yeah. things nowadays where you can just... Get it set up exactly what you want. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to buy some accessories that you're probably not even going to use. No, I'm, I'm you with know. you there. I yeah. got some parts that I picked up that like I still have not. The rudder you Yeah, I bought a rudder for my uh, Ascend. <clears throat> I still haven't put that on. Yep. I do want to put that on, and uh, I'll get to it eventually. Sure. Life's sure. been crazy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's that'll be a nice thing Uh additional thing you know i ordered it off ebay i think it was like 25 bucks but to be able to kind of steer your better end especially when you're in high winds right you know in windy conditions it's going to play a huge role yeah you know you're not going to be struggling as much but uh well hey man i think we've covered a lot of ground yeah. I think we've covered a ton of ground. We talked a lot about uh, uh, our decision criteria. We talked about kayaks. We kind of talked about our experience in fishing and sure. non-experience yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this was a good one, man. I think we yeah. did good. So, yeah, welcome to the pod, guys. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's. I, I think you're right. We, uh, we definitely covered a lot, and uh, we hope you enjoyed listening. But... Uh, I think this pretty much wraps it up for our first inaugural podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, welcome to Paddle and Finn. Right? Yeah, Paddle and Finn <laughs> Pod. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of hot topics coming up that uh, 
you know, we're looking well, do you want to talk about out. just before we go, maybe some of the ways they can, uh, our audience can, can either contact us or see what we're doing from a social media perspective. Yeah. So absolutely. So, uh, definitely follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're posting pictures there all the time of us out in our kayaks, uh, our fish. There's actually a video of me standing casting mm-hmm. out of your new canoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's paddle and fin, uh, the word paddle, the letter N, and then the word fin. Uh, that's on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, got a question, comment, topic, topic, something you want to hear us talk about, uh, you can reach us at uh, same thing as the Instagram, paddle, the letter N, fin, at gmail.com. And uh, you can find the podcast on the Anchor podcast app, iTunes, and the Google Play Store. Awesome, brother. This has been a blast. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. You got any plans for the weekend? You going to go out fishing? or I'm going to try. Going to try. try. Yeah, we got a birthday party planned for my daughter and other nice, things, so nice. it's going to be a little tight. But yeah, well, how about def- you? I'm definitely going to be in the water. <laughs> Maybe I should catch another big bass out of your new canoe if you're not using it. No, All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we had a blast. We hope you guys get some value out of this, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Absolutely. Till next time. <laughs>